Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. Hey, guys. So, uh, I just finished watching Schitt's Creek, so we're going to have to talk about it. I had to pause Daniel. Me and Daniel started talking about it. I was like, we need to start recording. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. I'm out of breath. I don't know why. Oh, God. You're too excited. I'm just overcome with emotions. Oh, God damn. Okay, so so do your Moira bit, Daniel. Oh, God. So So I can critique it. Okay, (laughs) so we were just talking about Moira, who is like one of my favorite characters of the show. And, well, I love them all in different ways. Oh, they're Um, so great. They're so good. But I just love Moira because she has the most ridiculous the like mannerisms. <laughs> and one of them is like, she'll be like, oh, they, they don't know the troubles that a bebe can cause their mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, Daniel, Moira Rose does not have a British accent. <laughs> I know. It's a, I, I love, but it I, almost sounds like it's like a fake British accent. Like exactly. a little bit. <laughs> like she's put like she's putting it on, you know. And I just I, love her vocabulary. I would like oh, half of her vocabulary. Oh my god, it's amazing! I right? honestly like when she talks about <laughs> stuff. Like I'm just like um, I remember one of my favorite episodes, guys. There's going to be a little bit of spoilers, by the way, FYI. <laughs> so if you're watching Shit's Creek now, maybe just don't listen to the next couple minutes. Um, but one of my favorite episodes is when they have that attack of the crows at her the video premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next day, she um is talking to Alexis, and they're like trying to PR spin it or whatever, and it becomes this huge sensation and then she's like (laughs) she's like alexis it's all thanks to you and the um i can't remember what she called them but she called the crows by like their latin name or something Uh, and i was just like and i had to google it i was like is this actually a thing like i (laughs) i feel like it's not but it was so just oh my god it's just all the they did such a good job writing the show and her like just the way she speaks throughout the show is just yeah. so iconic. Uh, like I remember one of my favorite scenes that I think I sent to you was when like David did something. So David, if you guys don't watch the show, David is Moira's son. So Moira yeah. Rose is this like really eccentric um, character with a very, very uh, interesting voice, which <laughs> Daniel kind of replicated pretty well, yeah. but without the British accent. Yeah. And she just talks like really funny anyways. Yeah. So um, David, like basically like kind of like, backstabbed her i guess and then moira sits and (laughs) and he's like david could you fetch me a knife (laughs) and then david's like a knife and then she's like she's like oh wait i think you'll find one lodged on my back (laughs) (laughs) so good oh my god it is so good and then what else does she say oh my god after that it's like and then david's like this is too much (laughs) yeah i just oh my god it's so good It's so good. The thing is with the characters, though, like, yeah, the writing was good, but a lot of the people, like the actors that came in, like Catherine O'Hara, and um, I can't remember what the name of the girl that plays Alexis is, the woman, but basically they brought in a lot of those mannerisms for their characters. Mm -hmm. Like, they picked that stuff, which made them even better. So I was like, their casting was amazing. Oh, like they picked it? Yeah, like, for example, um, Moira... uh, 
I think this is in the documentary, so you have to watch. Oh, this okay, as well. I'll watch the documentary. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, the um, eccentric wigs and all of that stuff—that was <laughs> Catherine O'Hara's idea. She's oh like, I God. just want to wear a bunch of wigs, and it just makes her character that much better. Um, so good. But her vocabulary, honestly, like there was a there was a scene with her and Alexis. I want work. her vocabulary. Oh my god, me too. Okay, which scene? Which scene? Tell me. At, it's even just like basic things. Like her and Alexis were sitting there, and uh, Alexis had written down all these questions to ask her daughter because they were like yeah. trying to bond or whatever. And then Alexis is like, "Oh my god, did you write all these questions?" <laughs> and she's like, "Well, you know, um, don't get uh, what did she say? Oh my god, why can't I remember?" She was like, "It's um, it's impossible to quote her because I know." Yeah. It's just like, she was like, well, don't blame me if I had so many queries for you that I had to write them down. <laughs> Seriously, you sound like a like some kind of snobby British lady. <laughs> I have to think how she does. She's like, Alexis. I need to- Alexis. 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 David. David. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it would be an honor to speak at your wedding. <laughs> oh my god it's so funny it's just like oh every my god character is so it's good. so like, good it's so good and then alexis is also so good uh, like, david ew david i can't do it oh guys you need to watch the show it is like it's so good it's feel good it's emotional yeah. but it's hilarious like it's literally like <laughs> angela will be like watching she'll be like in her room and yeah. I'm like watching the show and then she like comes out. She's like, what the fuck is so funny? Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally like laughing out loud. I'm just like. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, and you know what the good thing is about it? Like I've already obviously I've already uh-huh. watched it all, but it's one of those shows. So I actually like got a couple of my other friends like hooked on it as well. Yes. And it's one of those shows where you could like just watch an episode with your friends, like no matter what. And it's just like it could just it's like almost like friends where you could just pick any episode, right. watch it together. And it's just like so funny, if, especially if you've seen the whole the whole season or the whole uh-huh, uh-huh. the whole series. So, uh, so oh, good. it's so good. I'm sad it's mm. over. What am I going to do now? Did you rewatch know. it? Or did you finish the second time? I haven't yet. No, actually, okay. I'm still. I think I'm on season five, which is almost there. Almost <laughs> done the second. Maybe time I'll around. rewatch it. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm too emosh. I need. So I need to gems. relive this experience. Mm. You know, mm. so many gems. So My many God, gems. you guys need to watch it. It's so good and it's emotional. Oh, and I'm so happy that you liked it. Rose, yes, that you, I really you liked it. it. Thank you for yeah. the recommendation, Daniel. You're welcome. It is not. Um, it is not every day that I listen to your recommendations <laughs> and actually <laughs> That's enjoy them. So. You did a good job at this one. <laughs> yeah. I just remember because we were talking about it and like, honestly, I don't know. I don't get that passion. Well, I do get passionate about a lot of stuff, but um, this show, I just like loved it so much. And I think it's I remember- also because you can relate to it because of David's relationship with Patrick. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's like, you know, it's something that's not really represented that much. Like, because if you got again, if you guys don't know, there is a gay relationship that is like a big focus of the show and they like like you said before i remember you telling me that they basically like normalize it and it's not like something it's not like a big deal but it's just like any other relationship and they treat it like that and um i think that's what makes it like special yeah because like usually they don't have like the main relationship being you know a gay relationship it's Mm -hmm. always like a heterosexual relationship so i think that was really like you know that was interesting oh it's just so good uh, I know, I know. So I, just good. Remember, I, I remember when I like first told Rose about it though, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rose, Rose had only seen like one episode, I think. And it's hard mm-hmm. to like if you just watch one episode. It's one of those shows you have to watch a couple and then you're yeah. hooked, right? And yeah. I remember you you watched the one episode and you were kind of like, yeah, it was okay. Like I don't see, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, no, I couldn't get into it. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you have to rewatch it. And then I'm just like, it makes me like happy inside that Rose also really <laughs> enjoyed it. So I was like, yeah. Well, I'm glad my approval means a lot to you, Daniel. It does. You should know that by now, Rose. Uh, That's why. 
That's why after these podcasts, I always cry from the abuse, you know? <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, so yeah, that yeah. was the little moment that I wanted to share. I finished watching yeah. it. Um, yeah, so I recommend watching it for those of you guys that haven't. And mm-hmm. like Daniel said, it is one of those things. It's it's like it's like a grower. You know, you got to keep watching yeah. it a little bit. Um, yeah. The first few episodes, like it might take a little time to get used to, but then mm-hmm. you get used to all the characters and you just fall in love with all the characters and they're all so cute. Uh, in their uh, own ways. But oh, you know what's gosh. cute? Today I went to this like little town and I was like, this reminds me of Schitt's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, so cute. That was it was funny. I what was were like, you is doing this in a little town? Like? Oh, my parents and I um decided to because my parents like to go on these random little adventures with Nari to take her yeah. to like little dog parks and stuff. And yeah. I wanted to go somewhere kind of like a little bit, not completely out of town, but a little bit. Mm. So they just picked some random place and it was like um yeah, they had it was really cute. It was like um they had like a big off leash dog park area mm. and it's basically a lot of land, like you know, Canada yeah. is a big country and we have a lot of land surrounding us. Like as soon as you drive out of the city, it's like just fields and fields yeah. and fields. So we went there and then I saw a bunch of cows Aww. and they were so cute. Did you see my stories on Instagram? I have to, I haven't been on Instagram, so I'll oh have my to go God. watch them. So um, we were walking in this dog park area mm. and it's like kind of just like in the wild, like it's like in the, you know. Yeah. And they have this like farm. It's like farmland. Okay. So, I mean, unfortunately these cows, unfortunately probably in the beef industry, which makes me yeah. very sad because They're... they were just so cute. Mm. And we were walking by, there was like a bunch of cows like on the field. Mm. And, um, and I had seen videos before where cows, um, you play like jazz music for cows and apparently cows, I don't know if it's specifically jazz music. Okay. But apparently they really like jazz. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've seen videos where like a guy starts like playing the fucking saxophone and then the cows start like running up to him and it's like the cutest thing ever. So I just randomly started playing jazz music on my phone. Did they come up to you? Well, at first they were just like staring at me like I was crazy. (laughs) And then like slowly a few of them started like inching their way toward me. And then like eventually they got like really close. Like they kept slowly, like they would come a little bit and then they would Mm. stop listen a bit more and then come closer. I wonder what it is about music. Close. I don't know. Maybe they're just like in- intrigued. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know if it's the music. I don't know if it's just sounds. I have no idea, but mm-hmm. it was the cutest thing ever. And I was Aww. just like, oh my God. Anyways. What was, the name of, what was the name of the small town? Do you remember? The small town was called Black. Oh my God. Let me find Black it. Black Diamond? No. Oh yes. Black Diamond. Have you been? I haven't been. To, I, I've, I've heard of Black Diamond, but I've never it's like actually been. middle of been. nowhere, Daniel. Yeah. There's some cute cute. towns outside of Alberta. Like, I mean, outside of Calgary. I mean, it's like, it's cute, but like, there's nothing to do there. Like, we went into like the little town center and then like, Mm. there was like a subway and like a few little shops. Like, it was cute. Mm. But like, again, I was like, if I grew up here, I would probably like, want to shoot myself in the face. (laughs) But at the same time, maybe not. Maybe not. Not after watching Schitt's Creek. Maybe I'd appreciate the quaint nature, you know? Exactly. Well, that's one of the the values that come out of Schitt's Creek is enjoying those little things and those moments. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of, one of my favorite, okay, I'm just going to say one one last thing about Schitt's Creek guys, then I'll stop. But another one of my favorite parts was towards the end. Okay, guys, we, we had to do a little cut because Daniel just said a spoiler and I told him not to. So let's just, you know, can we just not say that part? Yeah, I won't say that part, but I'll say another part. 
which also it kind of makes reference but anyway um it shows how much also alexis has grown as a, as a person because yes. basically alexis is about to leave to new york okay you know what i'm just not even gonna go there i'm not gonna say this no, part you can guys say, okay i know which part you're gonna say you can say it in a way where you don't give out spoilers there's a girl in the show that is a prominent figure i mean she's not a prominent figure in the show but she's yeah. in the show and because Daniel just keeps saying spoilers, I'm going to just try to lay this out for him because apparently he has a hard time understanding what a spoiler is. Anyways, so. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, there's a girl in the show that's part of the show. And we find out near the end that she happens to have more money than we thought throughout the yeah. show. OK. Yeah. And then she says this thing to one of the family members. And yeah. it's very cute. And that now you can repeat, repeat it, Daniel. So basically... She said to the family member about how, uh, how I don't know how to word it without. <laughs> oh my god! Like, why are you so bad at this? She basically was like, okay, so basically, the family member of yeah. which she was speaking to was like, oh my god, I didn't know you had all this money. What are you doing in this like town? Why don't yeah. you get out of here? There's so many things you could do. And yeah. then the other character that has a lot of money, she yeah. was like, well, you know, I have everything I need here. You know, everything I need is here. I, you know, don't. I don't need all of those other things. I, you know, I find happiness in, you know, hearing your stories and just spending time with people here. And that's why I'm here. Is that what you were trying to get at, Daniel? Yeah, thank you, Rose. That is exactly it. Oh my God, Daniel, seriously, (laughs) I can't. What would you do without me on this show? You would just give out the entire show. I would. I'd give out the spoilers (laughs) and I would just be a horrible... I don't know how you're going to edit this, Daniel, but you you need to just edit just the parts where you're giving out the spoilers because I need you to tell people that I am passionate about not spoiling the show for people. (laughs) Guys, I will. He literally first he gave out a spoiler and then I was like, Daniel, we can't give out these spoilers. And then he gave out another big spoiler. And I was like, Daniel... (laughs) I'm very passionate about it's this, I guys. Love, I, just, I just want everyone to watch the show, and I want everyone I to be at the same I want same them to watch it and place. not give away the whole show, Daniel. That's true. Okay. I know. Okay. It's hard to talk about a show when it's like not everyone's watched it. But anyways, That's true. Um, you are welcome, world, for the non-spoilers. Yeah. Now, shall we move on to news? <laughs> oh, God damn. And do we have some news for you? Oh, my God. There's so much news this week. Oh, my week. God. So much drama. What has so happened? Much happened. I know, okay, it's like, you start. It was like the quiet... It was like a quiet, no, it was never that quiet, but it, I feel like this week it's like everything's kicked off. Explosion. So, yeah. These news stories, well, one of them we've kind of touched on because it's kind of been an ongoing story. Actually, two of them we've touched on. Um, and then um, basically- Are these all the ones I sent you? I forgot what I sent you. Yes. They're the Guys, ones you sent me. just another note. Daniel <laughs> pretends to be the researcher for this, for this podcast, but actually I just send him the news and then he reads the news. Continue. You know what? That doesn't always happen, Rose. I mean, in the last few months, that's been happening. So no, it's been very busy. Okay, Daniel's been li- just too busy watching <laughs> episodes of Shit's Creek over again. So already up to season five again. Okay, for anyway. the second time. Uh, anyway, guys. Um, <laughs> so the three stories that we're going to talk about. So the first one that we're going to talk about, kind of a fun news piece, but it's talking about a four-day work week and apparently Spain is going to be the first country that's going to that's looking to do like a pilot project of is it the first country though not the not like there's been other countries that have companies or things that have done it but it's I think it's the biggest like pilot biggest project project. okay cool so Mm -hmm. so that's that we're going to talk about well I'm going to let Rose kind of talk about this one a bit more because this is the all about the David Dobrik drama David Dobrik Daniel we've been over this 
I know David Dobrik. <laughs> I can never say his name. Uh, okay. That's that's how important he is to me. I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so much drama. I was like going through some of the stuff. Just it's today. beyond drama at this moment. Oh my God, it's it's crazy. like it's gotten serious. Okay, continue. What's the so What's the third serious. story? And then the third story, which we talked about, but it just seems to be getting worse is this racism against Asians. Oh, like, God. All across, like, the world. It's, like, huge. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely bonkers. Um, so those are okay. those are our fun, <laughs> fun little news pieces well, today. Okay, so I guess we're starting with a happy story first, and then we're just going to end with doom and gloom as usual? Yes. Okay, yeah. I, I was planning on the other way around, Actually, but, you okay, know. Why don't we? why don't we do that? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to flip it and reverse it, as Missy Elliott would say. Put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Um, that was great, let, Daniel. Let's start with the, well, let's start with the Asian attacks. Oh, okay. Asian, okay. Asian We're fl- viol- flipping the it completely. Asians. Oh, my God. I mean, what is God there to damn. say? I'm sure you guys have all seen the news over the last yeah. few days. By the time this, this episode goes out to the public, it would have been a few weeks. Mm. Um, but basically, there was an incident in, uh, oh, fuck, what was the city? Atlanta, it was Atlanta, Atlanta right? Georgia, yeah. where a man, uh, I think he was 21, very young, and he decided to yeah. go and go on a shooting uh, spree. And he specifically surprise, surprise, visited we're talking about America, guys. Oh, God, <laughs> seriously. I saw yeah. like a bunch of um, people posting about this and they were mm-hmm. like, well, you know, the one good thing about COVID and the lockdowns were that people were staying home. So it actually decreased mass shootings. And now that things are opening, they're back yeah. to having this shooting issue. Like, oh my oh, God. God. Imagine that. I, just, I know, just on that note, uh, and a, a little side note, guys, mm-hmm. it's not about this story at all, but about things opening in the States. I'm not sure if any of you guys have seen the footage of spring break in in Florida. Oh no, I did not. Insane. Insane. Shut up. So, I mean, yeah, it's I'm Florida, e- but continue. I'm not even kidding you. Like, it's I, I, like mind blown. Like, there is people just in the streets everywhere no masks partying doing whatever like it's it's crazy and they have the highest i think they have the highest rates of the covid in all of america now and it's just like oh my god like yeah how's the vaccine i mean they are a little faster with vaccinations in the states they're they're doing a lot better than us in canada yeah we're pretty fucking slow with with vaccinations yes but at the same time i'm sure that not all those people are vaccinated so yeah I don't know what they're thinking. Especially if they're doing the rollout where it's like majority of like kind of older people that are getting it first. The right. majority of the people that were out were like, you know, younger and stuff. So I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. Oh, um, I just think, you know, if we just hold off, like I feel like if we hold off a little bit longer, like we're almost getting there. Do you know what I mean? Like the I vaccines know. are rolling out. The vaccines I are going to be, we're going to be vaccinated soon. Like I guys, we just need to hold our breath for a little bit longer. They haven't, know? apparently COVID hasn't killed enough people yet. Only a little so, over 500,000 in the U.S. I mean, how many people in Canada? Still a lot of people. Yeah. Anyways. The, the global death toll is like well over 2 million, I think. That's fucking insane. Yeah, like, that is like, insane. That's more than our entire city rows of people. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so kind of, yeah. So this, we digress a little bit here, guys. But like back to that story. So yeah, it was Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia I think. Um, eight people, six of them were Asian American women were killed at three spas. It was on March 16th that this took place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what do we think about this? Well, a lot of people, so I'm, I'm assuming you guys have heard of, of this news uh, mm-hmm. because it was, it was massive news yeah. and because it was already like, it was already like tensions were brewing with this kind of news. Like they were already, like we discussed in, I think the previous episode, yeah. there were, you know, 
these attacks against Asian Americans, Asian Canadians, yeah. all this stuff, or just Asians in general. Yeah. And not, and not just in Atlanta. We talked about like before the yeah, couple episodes over. before San Francisco, a bunch of others. There was like, especially like elderly Asian people yeah. were being targeted mm-hmm. where they were just like, there was a video footage of this man being like shoved to the like 80 or 90 year old man being shoved to the street. It's like, crazy. Yeah. It just so, so we didn't think that this was going to happen. Oh my God. I know. And did you, did you know, like part of the reason why this, well, there's many reasons why this caused as big of an uproar as it did because, yes. because of all the stories that are going on uh, around Asian, like uh, violence against Asians. But also initially, I guess um, the the police were saying that this white man that was charged for the accounts of murder, they were saying that it was not racially motivated. That was yeah. like, well, they, okay. So the policeman that was, that went out and did like a press conference he, I don't know if he's a police, like charge of the police, whatever he is. Yeah. He basically came out and, um, he, they didn't necessarily say this isn't racially motivated. They said, yeah. they said this doesn't necessarily look like it's racially yeah. motivated. Something they like said, that. They said the shootings. Yeah, here we go. The shootings appear to be an intersection of gender based violence, misogyny and xenophobia. No, no, that's not what the police said. Oh no, that's somebody else. Sorry. That's yeah, somebody. Okay, yeah. Daniel, let's report the news properly. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but um, the main police officer, he definitely didn't say that. If he said that, I think it would have been a different story. He actually said um, he almost came out as sympathetic to the to the person that did it. Mm. So he was like, oh, well, I think the thing this thing went viral. I'm sure you guys have known this but he basically said something like you know he just had a really bad day and he was at the end of his rope so that's why he said he did it i'm like excuse me i've had a lot of bad days in my fucking life no i've been at the end of my rope before so this is i feel like this story brings out so many different societal issues number one mass shootings in america like when are they ever going to learn this because like the thing is yeah when are they going to understand and I, and I know a lot of Americans are behind, like not behind the mass shootings, but behind like increased gun regulation, yes, all that kind lot. of stuff. Which but is like, why it's so frustrating. It must I know. be so frustrating living in that country. I can't imagine. Cause I'm like, when, what, how many more mass shootings have to happen before that people like are like, okay, we need to actually have restrictions and we need to put regulation in to kind of control this. I, I just don't, I don't know. Like what, you know, well, how many more? But you know, Daniel, um, Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I just—that's what they say. Isn't that insane? That's the craziest logic I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah, I, it's crazy how much propaganda can get you. Like how far it can get you because yeah. this is all due to propaganda from the NRA, um, the National, National Rifle, Rifle Association. Yes, Association, who have. Yeah. They have so much power and so much money. Mm -hmm. They've purchased politicians and the politicians will go out and basically spew out this nonsense. And somehow the public believe this nonsense. Yeah. I mean, they think it's their like civil right. Yeah. There's so much wrong with it too. It's crazy. Like, so they spew out this nonsense and also like there's been, I can't remember what the story was, but it was like, there was one particular like small town or something or one particular gun shop that, you know, was selling a ridiculous amount of guns to one person who was then reselling them on the black market. And yeah, I don't remember the exact story guys. You'll have to Google it, but there was a story. And I remember someone was questioning someone at this like gun company or whatever. I can't remember what the company was. And they were like, wasn't it suspicious to you that like, you know, there was so many sales in this one particular location. Like, didn't you know that these were being resold on the, like, you know what I mean? And they, 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 again, they, no responsibility, no accountability. They just said, they just want to make their sale. Like, you know, just focused on the, on making gun sales, you know, he's like, nothing seemed out of the ordinary to me. It's like, okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Just how uh, like, 
and the thing is, it's crazy because not to sympathize with this man who was mm. 21 years old, but like, yeah. if he's obviously mentally, you know, he has mental issues. Okay. It's mm -hmm. clear. Nobody does that without mental issues, but like yeah. put like the fact that he had a gun to begin with at that age, mm -hmm. that's the yeah. same age that you can start drinking in America. Like, I know that makes no fucking sense. It's like, I just you know, think that's a young age. Why exactly. do you have a gun? What, what exactly. need does a 21 year old have for a fucking gun? There's no need. Oh my God. I can't. And the thing is too, Rose, like the thing that's like crazy is like with guns being so accessible and easy for people yes. to get it, it automatically, even with what, even when you take out the mass shootings, obviously the mass shootings is a huge problem, but like even like accidental stuff that oh, happens so with guns, ki little kids getting hold of mm -hmm. guns, like all of this stuff. And it's like, all of this stuff could be prevented. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so preventable. And I think it's that's so part sad. of the frustration as well, where you're like, that none of this needed to happen. Like it just is unnecessary. Yeah. I think oh. it also it also triggers actually the you know how there's also like police violence against especially against black people and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of times what actually happens, I think also this is because guns are such a big part of their culture. Yeah. They the reason why a lot of police like shoot yes. like unarmed people is because they think they're, they're reaching a for gun. a gun. Yes. So exactly. like a man could just be like, oh, I'm just grabbing my wallet. But then the police immediately think, oh, that guy has a gun. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? How is this even happening? Anyways. I know. Okay. So the dude, so I mean, I mean, was this racially motivated? I mean, he went and targeted specific businesses. So they were yeah. all like, um, massage parlors, I believe. Um, yeah. I want to know. I don't know if this is out. Like I haven't really done too much into this. I haven't dug mm -hmm. into this too, too much. Yeah. Um, in the, after this whole thing happened because it's, I don't know, it's just too sad and depressing. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so I'm sorry if we're not fully aware of the information. Maybe you have it in front of you, but um, was were these places like happy ending spas? Like were they? That I don't know. It says okay. that it says in this article on the and it's um it says that but just says they were killed at three spas. Right. Um, again, not that I'm, it matters. Of course, like yeah. he shouldn't have done it regardless. But yeah. because his excuse was that he had um like a sex addiction. Okay, mm -hmm. and these places were triggering to him. So what I want to yeah. know is like. Why were these places triggering? Because some people said that it was triggering to him because he fetishizes against Asian women or something like that, or yeah, fetishizes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he has an Asian woman fetish or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um. But then I'm thinking, I don't know. Like it's it's all very confusing. I have mm -hmm. no idea. Yeah. But, I, I, I mm -hmm. think they were a bit vague. It does make me think. And again, guys, like I don't know for sure, but the way right. that I've I've heard about this in the media and also this article that I'm reading. Again, it makes me feel like maybe they were kind of, there was other stuff going on at these spas. Again, yeah. not justifying this behavior at all or anything, um, but maybe that was partly behind the, um, behind But I think his... that would, sorry. Um, I think that would almost, how do I say? Like if they weren't uh, happy ending spas, I think that would yeah. almost like prove that he was racist even more because like why yeah. would these places be triggering to you um, I mean, I do think it was racially motivated regardless, but yeah. if they weren't like happy ending spas and they were just regular, whatever spas, mm. then like, why do you target specifically spas owned by Asians? Like there's spas yeah. everywhere. Um, so I don't know, but either way, like it's fucked up. Like he drove from like one location to the next for like 30 minutes. So it was like very specifically targeted. Very planned, like very planned out, very targeted. That's like so fucked. I know. It's so, it's so crazy. Cause I think like, you know, these like individuals were just going to work, trying to, you know, earn their money for whatever, you know, their, their kids or whoever else. And then this shit oh God, happens. You know so what I sad. mean? Like 
it's it's so sad like and, and then did you know that the so the police officer that set the whole like oh the guy was having just a bad day or something yeah turns out so people did some digging of course because they were like what the fuck is wrong with this guy like who exactly. says that like literally who so says bad. that so bad um and then I guess people did a little digging and they found that he actually bought a shirt. Like he posted about the shirt that he purchased like months ago. Um, basically, that was like a very racist shirt. It was like mm. coronavirus, like virus from China. You know, the way that like Trump says it. And yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. spelt that way. And it was like the China virus. So he he purchased it and he posted about this like mm. on his Facebook page. So clearly he has something against Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's another uh, thing. It's just it's just yeah, it's so bad cuz it's like it you're right this or this story just like one it highlights and emphasizes like the the sadness that's going on with these with the, with targeted attacks against Asians. Yeah. That's number 1, which is happening not just this story but it's been happening yeah. um internationally around the world. Also the police narr- not narrative, I don't know if that's the right right way that I'm talking about it, but like we see this time and time again, not just with this example, but this is a perfect example of this, of like police, whenever the culprit happens to be like a white male, yeah. it get it does get down, not like downplayed or, you know, like in this instance to be like, oh, they're just having a bad day. But like, you know, for other mass shootings, there's a big argument. People get really pissed about this, where if the shooter happens to be of like an ethnic minority, quite often they'll say that it was, um, you know, it was a, a terrorist, rabble, a terrorist attack. Whereas if it was like, you know, somebody that happens to be white, they'll just kind of say, oh, it was a, it was a mass shooter. Like it wasn't terrorist right. motivated. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. even the terminology that the police are using. Is I know just so it's so messed bad. up. Yeah. Um, and I, in this article, they talk about how, you know, not just in, in America, but like the rise in hate crimes targeting Asian communities has just increased so, so much. Um, like it's, this is actually crazy. Yeah. Because so I thought the, we were over this after the I initial know. kind of, but I think, I think Trump has something to do with it. How he kept calling oh, it a China virus, 100%. right? The Kung flu. Like this fucking yeah. guy needs to be sitting in jail. I swear to God. Like, I know like the worst, like just, just one stat to kind of like leave you with about like just an, an mm. example. So UK police data, this is for 2020 UK yeah. police data suggests a rise of 300% in hate oh crimes God. towards Chinese East and Southeast Asians in the first quarter of 2020 compared to the same period for 20, 2018 and 2019. That's crazy. O- over the past year in the UK, Chinese takeaway owners have reported being spat at attacked. Oh my God. Like, it's just, ah, it's just crazy. And even the National Health Services have reported incidents of racial abuse from patients. Oh, like, my God. Uh, healthcare workers, like nurses and stuff of, of like. Um, oh, my God. Honestly. Yeah. So the, these are people. Who that are, are these people is what I, I want to know. Like, just, where are you coming from? Who are you? Yeah. This makes no sense. What is wrong with you? Like th- these like, are people like nurses, for example, like an Asian nurse saying that pay- patients are giving her abuse. Oh my God. I would like, fucking, I'm sorry, but like no way I'm helping that patient. <laughs> I know. It's just absolutely insane. Like insane. I, I, I really, I, I just, I, I don't know. There, what I, are we going to do though? Like, I don't even understand. Like I was like, Oh my God, I feel like I need to talk about this. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah. what do I even say about this? Because obviously I'm against this. Obviously mm-hmm. it's bad. Obviously, yeah. I don't want this shit to happen, but yeah. like, I don't want to just post something like stop Asian hate. Like, again, nothing against anybody that's doing that. Like, I, yeah. you know, that's awesome. But like, also me doing that seems, I don't know, almost point, not pointless, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
it's yeah i get it like i mean it's it's almost like what what can we do as like <laughs> yeah. as individuals of society to like improve this or make this better overall yeah. because it's a, good- it's a little different from not that asians don't have any sort of systemic issues but i think it's yeah. a little different from the whole black lives matter incidents where yeah it's a lot more ingrained in the society where like you know there's yeah. a lot more history with black americans and um, white Americans and, you know, like all of the discrimination and it's very, very systemic. Whereas like the Asian hate, hate crimes are kind of like a little bit outside of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, there has been systemic, you know, discrimination against Asians as well, but it, mm-hmm. with these situations, it's slightly different and it's outside of that. So it's like these mm-hmm. violent attacks from like random people. Yeah. Well, so it's I like, think what I, are we to do? Yeah. And I, th- I, I think really like what's happened here, the, the, the like huge spike that we've seen globally is a direct result of this coronavirus and misinformation from, you know, Donald Trump and everything else. And the thing that like, the thing that gets me is if you think about like, like it just makes me so frustrated guys. Like Mm -hmm. when you think about a virus, like especially because of virus, like think (laughs) of a virus, right? A virus knows no race, knows no sex, Mm -hmm. knows no sexuality. It literally knows nothing and it will just fuck up whoever's there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's going to spread regardless of who's there. So like, I just don't understand why people have got it in their head that like this is an Asian yeah. virus. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I just, it's cause it I, originated from China. So they think yeah. Chinese people brought it to America. That's what they which, think, which is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like it could have been a fucking white tourist in China that brought it to fucking America. Exactly. Like who the fuck cares? And well, it's your fault for spreading it so fucking wide. It's the same people that are blaming the fucking Asians, the same people that are blaming Chinese people that are also like anti-maskers, fucking anti, you know, lockdown. I'm like, bitch, yeah. uh, Asia actually kind of handled this a little bit better than you did. So maybe mm-hmm. you should actually like do what they're take, doing. Take some notes and maybe, Oh my God, like, honestly, it's yeah. shocking. But it's just like, it's like how fucking stupid are oh people God, to be like, to be like, oh, you know, so if we're saying a, a virus originates from another country, we're going to mm-hmm. like whatever nationality that country is, we're yeah. now going to be racist against those people. If like, it came from France, would it have, would it have had the same impact? Uh, impact? I don't probably nope. not. Because they're white people. Seriously. Exactly. But God if it came damn, from, if honestly. it came from like some, uh, you know, like a country, I don't know, like uh, Nigeria or something like that. Oh, 100% you think that it, would it would have been racist as fuck. Exactly. Which again, like, honestly, people, yeah. I, and I know most of like, actually all of our, pretty much all of our listeners are like very, like, you know, they get it, but like, yeah. just so frustrating. Cause it's like, I know how can people that's be why, so yeah. stupid? I know. That's why I'm like, is there even hope? Like, like again, <laughs> is like there hope for if humanity? I post, if I post stop Asian hate, the people that are going to see it are the people that already know that like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't hate Asian people. So exactly. it's like me posting this is not going to get to, you know, fucking dumbass over here, you know, yeah. the fucking wonder, racist wonder, bitch over here. Like it's not going to get to those people. Yeah. This is the thing that's kind of actually frustrating for me too, as right now, like, I wonder what's like, obviously we're talking about on this podcast, but again, like I said, our audience is already going to be, you know, yes, we're preaching to the choir. Exactly. We're preaching to the choir. That's the, that's the word I'm looking for. That's um, the phrase. Phrase, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the phrase that I'm looking English for. English teacher Rose over thank here. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, like what can we do as individuals? That's what I'd like to know. Like what is something that we, yeah. you know, we could do? So maybe like, you know, if, if you guys have any suggestions mm-hmm. as well or like ideas, I don't know, I would like to hear them. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, well, I would like to do something as well. Like yeah. to, 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 even <sighs> if it's something little, like a little, yeah. little thing that mm-hmm. I could do that could make like a little difference. So yeah, I think that's a good one that's to, to, to brainstorm on and think about. 
All right. Well, that started off in a very depressing note. What's the next depressing story? Oh, I know. Oh, gosh. You know. We have <laughs> we have some situations. Uh, so I think it was the last, was it the last episode or the two episodes ago? I think it was two, we, yeah. Okay, where we discussed a YouTuber named David Dobrik. He is yeah. a ridiculously famous YouTuber. YouTube, yeah. Um, who got in some hot water. Is that the right phrase? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, very so, good, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> so basically... In the last uh, time we talked about David Dobrik, Mm -hmm. it was a situation where he had one of his friends, um, like one of his members of the vlog squad, which is a group of people that like to film together. And he did a prank on this guy, basically getting him to kiss another guy without his knowledge. So that was like the extent of like the trouble that he was in. Now, shit has hit the fan, my friends. There has been a lot more. uh, Well, well, yeah. Exactly. I was just going to say, just going quickly back to that story, though, mm-hmm, they did it twice. Mm-hmm. So they fooled this guy, right. like tricked him twice to, to make out with another guy. Um, and then the guy, the reason why the story kind of blew up and stuff mm-hmm. is the guy had um, expressed how he felt kind of like assaulted um, and yes. felt. Um, and then and then for the longest time up until now, David Dobrik hadn't apologized to, to David Dobrik, guy. Daniel. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't say his name. OK, I don't you know, know why I, you can't say his name. Dobrik. Do. Why is Do- it, not, Do- is it deer, not Dobrik? A female sure? deer. Okay, David Dobrik. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, and the, there was a big. Thing I don't know why that like, bothers me. <laughs> I know it really does. Um, but like he, yeah, he also didn't apologize to the guy. So like there was okay. Like, there yeah, was he, a was lot of, yeah was he was silent. There was nothing. Silent. Okay, yeah. Anything. So that's yeah. another thing. So this guy was silent. I think that was his move for a while. Mm-hmm. He was just like, okay, I'm just gonna be silent. It's gonna blow over, whatever. It turns yeah. out that I think Insider or some kind of publication published. Was it Insider, Daniel? I have I have the article here, yeah. Okay. Published an article mm-hmm. which basically went into full-on detail that came from a oh. different victim. Yeah. So there was another victim of what we will call SA, which is sexual assault. Yes. I don't know if we're allowed to say that in YouTube circles. So, guys, if yeah. I say SA, it means sexual mm. assault. And then if we yes. say R, it means rape. If you guys yes. don't want to, if you, by the way, if you don't want to listen to this, it's kind of like, it's quite it's a disturbing. pretty intense story. Yeah, so, so feel free to skip this part. Maybe skip yeah. to the, I don't know, like 15 minutes or something. Yeah. It's a bit disturbing. We're not going to get too into detail, but like, if you don't like yeah. this type of topic, then feel free to skip it. Um, yeah. But basically this girl that was, I think 20 or something, very young at yeah. the time before, um, I think she was not the legal age of drinking in the United States, which is she 21. definitely, she, she was only 20. Okay. Um, yeah. She was only 20. Yeah. And then she was invited to this, I think it was David Dobrik's house Mm -hmm. with like, you know, a bunch of these vlog squad members and it was her and her friends. And then I guess like long story short, they gave these girls alcohol. They were all drinking, you know, Mm. Uh, first of all, they're all minors. And so that's already a little bit questionable. And these guys Mm. are a lot older as well, like not too much older, but they're definitely older than these girls, which is another troubling thing. Um, Anyways. I guess they were all drinking. One of the girls got super wasted and she like blacked super out. super drunk, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, we've all been there, so we know what that's like. Exactly. And then later on, she found out that she was somehow in some kind of threesome with one of the guys and another girlfriend, I believe. So yeah. it was, and she had no recollection of this. It means she was very, very intoxicated. Apparently she was mm-hmm. throwing up. She was just like not, you know, coherent enough to give consent. So yeah, anything to add, Daniel? Well, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, there. That's the gist of it. Yeah, that's the gist of it. Basically, uh, 
what had happened, like like Rose said, mm-hmm. is this girl and a few of her friends, all under the legal drinking age of tw- mm-hmm. like of twenty one in the states, um, they were all twenty. Uh, went to went to his house to again because because David he does these types of videos that are like controversial like uh, kind of prank style videos you know what I mean like yeah, which uh, I didn't even know he did this shit like, yeah anyways so yeah it's, they were trying to like you know make it a big thing right so they were trying to be like oh my god mm-hmm. so the reason why David's in in you know in kind of trouble is because he's not the one that was like. Uh, actually doing the SA mm. part, okay? Yeah. But he was like very much encouraging it. Yeah. Not just present, but like fully encouraging it to happen so that he could get it for the vlog. He could be like, mm. oh my God. Um, I think the guy that did it is called Dirty Dom. I yeah. mean, what so, a great name. Oh my <laughs> God, I know. So mm-hmm. so I, I guess the, 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 the people that had gone, they were all like students that had gone. There was like seven of them, I think, or oh something that went to, to David Dobrik's house. <laughs> Good job. Um, <laughs> And I guess the other guy that was on the vlog squad, the Dom guy, Dirty Dom or whatever, yeah. he played a character in the vlogs, like typically that was like this sex addict. Like uh, he was, oh my God, that, that was his character. Right. And the, clearly the, he wasn't playing much of a character. I know. Well, this is the thing. This is what the comment was. The comment was, mm. they didn't know where that character started and ended and they weren't right. sure whether they were actually supposed to be having sex with him that night. That was, they were like, not sure. Oh, so the girls that came over. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they, um, wrote over direct message on Instagram. They were like, the sexy stuff won't be in the vlog. Right. Question mark. Um, right. So they were like asking, cause they, they probably went and again, feeling really like they're young, young girls. Right. Like, and mm-hmm. they're seeing these, like these guys that are like quite wealthy YouTubers and famous you know, yeah, and famous and like all of this stuff. So they're in a very much a place of like, you know, feeling, I don't, I can't remember what the terminology is, but like, yeah, you know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You guys know like what he, I mean. They're in the vulnerable position, yes, whereas David right, yeah. is in the power position. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, <clears throat> yeah. So basically, again, the, there's so many, like a couple of, well, there's quite a few things wrong with this story. So number one, the the fact that they were providing these girls with alcohol that were clearly underage, you know, yeah. um, that wasn't great. Uh, the fact that one of these girls, they did get way too intoxicated, like way too intoxicated. There was actually... Mm-hmm a picture I guess that surfaced from this oh, party God, and that you could see in the picture. Um, I can't remember where I saw it. It was on like um, another podcast. They like posted this picture um, uh-huh. and, and the girl you could like, like she was, they blurred, right. blurred her out a little bit, but they were like, right. this is the girl and there's her friend like holding her up. Like that's oh, how, God. Dr- how drunk she was. Um, I need to see how old David Dobrik is. Yeah. Like what, and, when did this happen? This happened a couple years ago or yeah, it was a couple years ago. And so <clears throat> okay, he's 24 years old. My God. So Dobrik had, is that all, is that all how old he is right now? Yeah. So he must've been, okay. You know what? He was a little bit young. So the drinking part, I can almost like, yeah, you know, but there were some fucking adults there as well. I'm pretty sure like he was, he was probably one of the young ones, but anyways, Mm -hmm. the drinking part, I will like let that one slide. You know, I know how, like, again, people are stupid when Mm. I, when I was on, you know, 20 something, I was stupid, but there's a line that shouldn't be crossed. Exactly. Like, yeah. Again, yeah. The underage drinking isn't great. Obviously, I mean, it's also like, a little bit just. It's it's also like already a bit pred- predatory. That's what we were going yes, for. It's yes. predatory when like it's people that you don't even know. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest problem. It's like it's not just oh you're just buying a bunch of kids like booze. Like it's not like your yeah. younger sister or something that you're just buying some booze. These are girls that just like came over. You don't even know them, and yeah. you're gonna get them drunk so they could. I think they got them drunk so that they could like loosen up for the vlog. Maybe they were nervous or something. Yeah. And they wanted them to be so entertaining oh my god it's so well get this Uh i know get this so this is why why david's getting a lot of 
backlash for this mm-hmm. though because he might not oh, have God. participated in the SA or the R, but he was very much present. He filmed what was going on. Um, and they also said later he edited and uploaded the footage as a quote unquote threesome plot a few days later in a vlog called She Should Not Have Played With Fire. That's what it was called. Oh my oh my God. Yeah. So Okay. So many things wrong with this story. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh what again, what happened to okay, first of all, here's the thing. Who is watching these vlogs? Because honestly, I knew about this David Dober guy. Um, I knew of his existence. I've seen him in yeah. like different like interviews and stuff, but I've never actually watched his like vlogs, like the ones yeah. that he's famous for. So I th- I literally thought he was like very family friendly and like mm. maybe not very, but like I always thought he was, you know, just like having fun, like, you know, being crazy, whatever. I did not know that like there was like sexual things in his vlog. I had no idea. So yeah. like who is... Uh, and he worked with like big brands and shit. Like a bunch of brands dropped him recently, oh, but he yeah. works with like a huge number of like very well-known brands. I'm like, is, is no one like watching this shit? Like, and who was watching this vlog when it came out? Clearly nobody had a problem with it when it came out. That's another problem that I have. Mm-hmm. Well, this is it. So apparently, um, so he, he uploaded, he edited, uploaded this mm-hmm. footage. So he filmed, edited, uploaded, um, uh, then the the girl that was in the vlog, who the insider is calling Hannah, that's not her real name, but okay. Um, before it was, uh, so the vlog was uploaded, and then before it was deleted at Hannah's request, it was viewed five million times. Oh my god! And nobody probably said anything. Mm. I, I'm not sure. Maybe they commented in the video. And maybe or... there were some comments. Yeah. Yeah. But I I'm assuming a that a that... lot of people also that watch his content is young mm-hmm. people. So they wouldn't necessarily, again, I'm sure it was edited so that it just seemed like, oh, like these girls came over and it was consensual, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so they don't fully understand the kind of the scope of, you know, con- consent is a little bit more complicated than just, oh, like she said, yes. But like, it's a yeah. little different when you had to like badger her and constantly ask. Cause I think that's one of the problems that they said. They're like, yeah. Oh, we had to convince them, um, mm. with alcohol. They didn't say it like that, but basically, yeah. um, that's not consent, bro. But like, exactly. if you're 15 years old watching these dumb vlogs, you're not going to know what consent is. So great job mm. sending out that kind of message. Oh, it's just so fucked up. It's so the, the whole, and the whole concept of consent, I feel mm-hmm. like it's not that difficult. Like it's not that difficult to understand if somebody yeah. is that intoxicated and, yeah. and can't function like one, first of all, like one, you should know you, anybody should know, right. like no matter what you should know that that person cannot consent. Right. Like if they're so, well, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about consent as well, which, which I'm not, again, I'm not excusing anything, yeah. but, um, and, and I'm not talking about this particular situation, but yeah. like there are situations where like two individuals can get drunk together yeah. and they, you know, perform. But I don't think this situation was really like that. I think this situation was very much like, let's get them drunk. Yeah. So that's well, the Ro- problem. Rose, I think there's like a little, like, I, I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I think there's a little difference with like, you know, two people getting pretty intoxicated and having sex, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, versus somebody being more relatively sober. I mean, not oh, sober. Yes, but, that's the, yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. That's one of the but big even, differences. Yeah. Or even if you're both a little bit drunk, but then somebody's like that next level drunk where they're basically mm-hmm. blacked out. Like they can't stand. Yeah. They can't do, you know and what I like mean? It's like a young girl. Like exactly. And, and, and like, <laughs> Oh God, I'm just trying to imagine like, it's one thing that's like, okay, you know what? You went to some dumb party and then like whatever. But then the next thing is like, you literally don't remember like Anything. having a threesome. And then 
that being posted online. YouTube. But what I want to know is, was it apparent in the vlog that she was drunk? See, or did I they? Know. I don't know. Okay, anyways. Yeah. So anyways, there's like a whole situation. So it's obviously gotten a lot darker than we thought. You know, yeah. I mean, it was already kind of bad before, but like now yeah. it's like on a whole new level. So now, you know, um, oh, so David, finally, I think after this article came out. It was after the article. Yeah. Of, of course. And he's getting so much backlash. Oh my God. He did this apology video. from this article. But did you watch the apology video? I watched a bit of it. It's only like two minutes long, isn't it? Oh my God. It was so bad. I, I have yeah. not seen a worse apology. It was clearly just like, here are the talking points. Like the lawyer basically just wrote down what he needed to say. Oh yeah, 100%. And he just sat down and he posted this on his like third channel that like nobody watches. I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. sure a lot of people watch it, but like it's like his smallest channel, yeah. which like... Come on, dude. You didn't think people were going to dig this up. It exactly. makes you look so much worse when you post it on your third channel. Everyone's going to mm -hmm. know you post it on your third channel. But anyways, that, that was him trying to like cover it up, right? Yeah. Um, and then he just like was so vague and he was like, I make so many videos yeah. and, you know, sometimes like I miss the mark. And and then he just said it like, and, and to Seth, Seth is the guy that was praying to kiss another guy. Yeah. He said, and to Seth, I'm sorry. Like, it was, like, the most, yeah. like, disingenuous sorry I've ever oh, heard. Was, it was so bad. Oh, it was so and, bad. And, and, and like, I'm sorry, but, like, this is not about you missing the mark on a video, mm -hmm. okay? This is, like, beyond that. It's, like, the fact that you filmed, edited, and, you know, oh uploaded this footage of somebody that was clearly too intoxicated to make, you know to mm -hmm. give consent to, to do any of that stuff that was going on wouldn't have consented probably to the video anyway to do that to that for that kind yeah. of style of video um you've just crossed so many lines it's not about missing the mark it's about yeah. you know what kind of person does that oh, do you know God. what I mean like yeah it's, oh, so, it's so bad, bad. anyway so now he's um this is like huge news in the mm -hmm. YouTube world and now this guy, I mean this guy was like a multi, I mean, he still is. He's a multi, multi-millionaire. Like he, you know, hangs out with celebrities and shit. Like he's one yeah. of the biggest YouTubers and now he's being dropped by all kinds of brands. I mean, I don't even. Like Anyways. basically huge brands. What I want to yeah. know though is, mm -hmm. you know, this article came out and obviously this story has just been exploding. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everyone's talking about it because obviously there was like the Seth situation that happened, which was bad. And people were like, oh, we're already starting to be like, that's not good. Like that's, you know, and then this next story, which is even darker comes out, not to undermine what mm -hmm. happened to Seth at all. Cause that was still really bad. Um, I want to know, like, I'm, I don't actually know, like, you know, his apology when that happened. Was that before or after brands started dropping him? Do you know what I mean? Like, because a lot of brands, like, there's a um, venture capital fund that was invested in his, like, app that he was going to launch. Right. Um, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, pull, yeah. they've pulled out funding. He stepped off from that app. Like, he's no longer on it. Tons of huge brands have dropped him for, like, yeah. about this. So did the apology come, like, you know? No, he, I think he apologized first. Mm. And then because he apologized... Actually, I'm not sure. It, it happened very quickly. So basically, yeah, I think the article came fast. out and I think he kind of knew the article was coming out, which is why he probably prepared the apology for when the article came out or something. And then right after that, it was like it hit all the news outlets and then all the, all these brands started dropping him. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's this is a, I mean, I think it's a bigger societal issue of once again, it's like 
uh, how far are people willing to go for content yes. and to be famous and to create content? Like these are real people's lives that you're kind of like messing with here. Like all I know exactly. is that when I'm 20 and I'm getting wasted at a party, the last thing I want is for any of my friends to see videos of me doing that, let exactly. alone 5 million fucking people. But that's why I have to say like one, like one thing that, you know, I am thankful for. I think technology brings like a lot of good things and everything else, yeah. but I am so thankful. Like when we were growing up, like, yeah, oh okay, we, we, the smartphones kind of came out a little bit after, like they were starting to come out, but like, honestly, we like, had we, it, but it wasn't as like social media. Um, exactly. You know, there wasn't. Yeah. So, and, and, and like the thing is, is like very rarely, like if, even if someone got really drunk at a party, like not everyone would have a good quality camera on their phone that would be like yeah. recording. You know what I mean? Whereas now it's like if something crazy happened. Everyone's getting their phones out, Instagramming, yeah. doing all this stuff. So it's like, I'm so glad that like, especially in my like younger and crazier years where I'm like, yeah. you know, I just, you know, there's, of course we make, oh, I mean, we, got, we got some, we got some gem gems in there for photos, but uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Like it's not as like, let's film a video of, of this and post it mm. immediately. There's no like Instagram stories, for example, where you can just like post it immediately. Exactly. And everyone can see it right away. You know, that kind yeah. of shit. I don't know. It's crazy. It's just, Yeah. It's bad. It's a really sad story. You know, um, you know, I hope, you know, I hope it just raises again, more awareness around, you know, Mm -hmm. SA and, you know, have the importance of, you know, and, and the braveness of these people that are coming forward and saying this stuff, you know, and because it takes a lot for somebody to come forward and even talk about what happened to them and their story. So, you know, a lot of uh, kudos to Hannah. Well, I say Hannah, mm-hmm. but whoever, whatever her real name yeah. is, um, especially if something like this happens to somebody from a like quote unquote celebrity, they're less likely. I feel like because yeah. they're more concerned they're gonna about get, backlash. Like, for sure, for yeah. sure, it's so, crazy. Very, very brave girl, um, mm-hmm. and just really, really sad. And you know, I hope. But it seems like you know, there's not, nothing's going to ever going to make up for what happened, but you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it seems like the, the people there is, there is having some backlash and some repercussions for, you know, these people's mistakes and things oh that they should have, shouldn't have done. And then, you know, another part of the story that I remembered is that, so the girl, the one that came forward, mm. um, I guess like soon after that video came out, I don't know if it was soon after, but like a yeah. little after that video came out, she sent a very long message to that, um, dirty Dom guy she sent this like long text message kind of explaining how she felt about the night. She said she was intoxicated. She doesn't remember anything. Like she basically just like said, like it was very Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Um, she was traumatized, all that stuff. She said it in a nice way, you know, to somebody that like did that to her, but she was like, can you please take the video down or something? And then I think he just wrote like, okay, we'll do, we'll take it down. Like it was like, she sent this long ass, like heartfelt, Mm. like, I'm like, like he's, she's like a victim. She's traumatized. And then this guy was just like, okay, I'll take it down. Yeah, sure. I'll take it down. No worries. Like, yeah. What the fuck? No, nothing. And clearly that's like, uh, to me, that's admission of guilt right there that you did it. Cause like, if you didn't do it, you would have been like, Hey, excuse me. Like, what are you talking about? I, you were completely sober whatever it was. Oh God, it's crazy. It's so bad. And like, again, again, like, again, I don't know these people, but if somebody ever, came to you with that you know what I mean not that Mm -hmm. we would ever be in these situations but like if somebody came and was like oh my god you know Daniel the other night something that you did made me feel so uncomfortable yeah blah 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 blah. like I would feel so bad and I'd be like oh my god I'm so sorry like tell me what it is like I'm I'm you know how can I you know how can I make it up to you like you know what I mean like I would yeah that would be my normal thought process and what I'm just like 
I hate when I hear like this kind of stuff. Like this girl again took the time and she was probably nervous, so nervous to do that yeah. as well. Reach out to him, tell him how uncomfortable she was, and also letting him know to take down the video. Like, and then his I response know. is just terrible. Like, oh, oh god. god, what is wrong with society? <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's move on to this. The kind of happy story. Do we yeah. have the happy story? Kind of. We. Yes, we do have the we do have a happy story, Rose. Okay, Daniel, would you like to give us oh, the happy story? Oh god damn, Roses. Um so the happy story, guys, is I guess um Spain is going to trial a 4-day work week and the 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 question is, could this this idea, could the idea go mainstream post pandemic? Ooh. Ooh. So they're trialing a 32-hour, I believe, work week in Spain um, instead Mm -hmm. of the traditional 40-hour work week. Mm -hmm. And um, how many people are they trying it with? It just says here in the article, so blah, 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 blah. Earlier this year, the Spanish government agreed to begin a small nationwide trial of a four-day work week. And we'll meet in late late March to hammer out the details. The concept itself is not new, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't actually say... Okay. The number of people in this article. I think they might do something similar in Sweden or something. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they do like a six hour work day or something like yeah. that. And they've proven that to be quite successful. And they say that people, I mean, we've all been, you know, I mean, not all of us, but like a lot of us have worked, you know, nine to five jobs. Yeah. Um, it's very hard to stay productive for those eight hours. Let's be yeah. fucking honest. Uh, so th- there's a lot of like, I think almost science behind, you mm-hmm. know, shorter work hours and productivity. Yeah. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing, the thing that's interesting as well is like, we have this whole concept of the like nine to five, mm-hmm. you need to work 40 hours. Like, but that's been like drilled into us. It's so stupid. And yeah, it's like, there's, I see in certain, they did mention about this whole reducing the work week uh, for certain industries, not certain industries, but like more like, um, actually they said it would benefit most, most industries in general, mm-hmm. even, even ones that were like, for example, let's say you're building a house. Like if you have a four day work week, like for certain employees, it's not going to be as productive as a five day work week because you need to constantly be building the house. But if you alternate people's shifts, those individuals might be more productive during their shift, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. So right. You, it is actually in general, like more productive. Um, I yeah, guess, who even came up with this five day work week bullshit anyways and eight hours a week, uh, eight hours a day anyways? Mm-hmm. Like where did this magic number come from and how is it such a cookie cutter you know, number for like almost every industry, like other than, you know, trades, you know, doing the trades and stuff. But like, if you're working in an office, most of the time you're going to be working or expected to to work. Yeah. It's so fucking dumb. I don't understand. And it's crazy because like, it's so dumb because, you know, even, even if during your day you finish all your meetings, you do have Mm -hmm. maybe some admin stuff, but like really you're done for the day and you you stay at, you stay at the office. Like you have like, you will be so stupid. Yeah, like you will be staying at the office until somebody like around four, four thirty-five. Yeah, you're expected to be there, and yeah, the argument was like if you if you cut the work week to four hours in uh, four hours. Oh God, that would be amazing—a <laughs> four-hour work week. Um, if you cut it to four days, the argument is like actually you start to like become more productive at your work because you know one, you have less time to complete the work. Yes, right? you have only four days, and also in doing so, you also cut out some of the like unnecessary just oh staying God. at the office to hit those hours. Right. So yes. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I worked in an office, like there were so many days when I'm just like, 
I have so much extra time. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't even have a project. Why am yeah. I sitting here? And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to do personal shit because what else am I going to fucking do here, dude? Like I yeah. can ask for work, but at the same time, it's like, I can get that task done in like 10 minutes. I don't yeah. need another four hours here. And I've it's had so crazy. many instances like that. And I'm just like, why am I even here? Mm. So it's like, you can get the work done much faster. Like, let's say there's two people and then like one person gets the work done a lot faster, but the same amount of work gets done. Yeah. But then you still have to sit there like a fucking idiot yeah. because you have to fulfill those eight hours. I, know. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't I understand. Really, I know. I really think it should be like more... Uh, it depends on the, is it, again, it depends, it depends on the job. On the job. Just, I, yeah. I'm thinking of like the jobs that I've had and stuff. I think, I feel like it should be more project based and more yes. like, for example, like there's definitely times where I have to work like, you know, overtime and I have to put mm -hmm, in a few, mm -hmm. like, you know, there's like a week where I'm like working late in the office cause it does have to get done. But then there'll, there'll be another week where there's not as many projects on or whatever else. Mm -hmm. And you actually could leave early every single day, yeah. but you don't cause you don't have that, that, that balance. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's so stupid. It's just crazy. And, and, you know, I, I think also there was something to be said about, you know, making sure that there's enough vacation time and breaks from work as well, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. to be able to enjoy and refresh and, and part and of actually have a life. Exactly. Part of the productivity argument as well was like, if you work four days, we, we mentioned about how your productivity increases, you have less time because you have less time and everything else. Yeah. But also they were saying, because you get three days to recharge, when you come back to the office, you're more invigorated, you're less stressed out. Yeah. You have more time to kind of like recharge as a person. So naturally, and a, work, a workforce that's like happier, less stressed, mm -hmm. you know, has time to pursue some of their hobbies, everything else they are going to perform better at work. So when they are yeah. at work, they're going to make more use of their time than somebody that's super high strung, super stressed out, you know, that person's. And also they said um, in a few studies that they did that when they changed to a four day work week, there was less absenteeism. There was less people right. calling, calling in sick, which is so interesting as well, but it makes sense, right? It makes sense because they have an mm -hmm. extra day and they also probably like feel maybe more appreciated at work as well because they're given, you know, an extra day off. So they feel like, mm -hmm. you know, they, they owe something more to their, you know, employer or something. There's so yeah. many, you know, things. And I think another, yeah, like it's not surprising that Spain is doing this out of yeah. a lot of countries, you know, they yeah. have a lot more kind of mindset of, you know, let's take a, you know, let's take a nap every <laughs> afternoon or let's go chill over there. You know, they're much yeah. more like, let's live our lives, mm. you know, you know, work to live, not live to work, you yeah. know? But I think there's, I, you know, and, and, and I think there is something to be said, like, it's good to find a balance, obviously, but I think it's so important. And I think the, especially like the U S the U S is like the epitome oh. of like, Oh, and you know, Asia, Asian and Asia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like, it's like, and Canada to some degree as well. Like, it's like, we're pushed to this idea of like pushing ourselves to the breaking point where yeah. it's like, you know, there's so much more to life than like just your job and everything else. Like there's so mm -hmm. much more to enjoy and everything else. And I think it's sad if you like look back on your life and all you've been doing is working for so yeah. much time and you haven't enjoyed it as well. Like, I know it's so, so sad, yeah, but like, I think that's another, it's such a cultural issue where we've developed this culture that, you know, centers around work. Like mm. this is like, and anytime you meet someone, you're like, so what do you do? That's like one of the first questions people ask, yeah. you know? And so, and then if you're working fucking Monday to Friday, uh, eight to four, nine to five, whatever it is, that is the majority of your day that you are yep. spending at work. The yeah. morning doesn't really count. Not many people wake up early in the morning to do stuff mm -hmm. before morning. 
And then by the time you get home, it's dinner time. You have dinner and then you what have like three hours before dinner, uh, after dinner to like mm. live your life. So yeah. like, it's crazy. Like we we're basically like slaves in this fucking system. Oh God. And you know, anyways, uh, well, good luck to yeah. Spain. Hopefully this will trigger mm. some kind of, you know, societal conversation about work yeah. and life. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I think I hope it's like a catalyst for more companies talking mm-hmm. about it and more, you know, having this more flexible work work life balance. Um, I do fear that some companies might look at it in a certain way whereby, you know, they'll do four day work weeks, but then they're going to pay people less. Like, you know what I mean? Like, That's gonna, what I'm wondering as well. Yeah, they're going to do like if you're working only four days, then you're going to get paid four fifths of your salary. Um, right. even though you might be doing the same amount of work and actually be more productive. You know what I mean? Like they right. actually said, you know, I think it was in, um, in Japan, they did a study or something where mm. when they Microsoft, I think it was Microsoft in Japan or something sure. whereby when they reduced it to a four day work week and in, in one month, I think it was like the month of August or something, the employees were actually 40% more productive. Which is insane. Wow. Yeah. Just to reduce from a four day work. Week. But like, it's, it's, it's actually a psychological thing where yeah. I think during COVID, we've all learned this. Um, I, I've learned it for sure. When you mm. when you have more time to do something, you are more likely to procrastinate and be less oh, productive. 100%. Think about like yes. exams, projects. The more time you have, the more likely you're going to just dick around until the last minute oh, anyways. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. I work a lot better under like a time, you know, a, cons- a time constraint. Yes. Um, which I've definitely learned during COVID. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be so productive. I'm actually like, I'm like, I'm more productive when I'm busier and I have less time to do certain things. This is it. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is like, and I found this as well, just being in my all my lockdowns and quarantines and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've had a lot of time this oh year. Oh my God, you know? you've had a lot of time. Oh God. And, <laughs> and it's so interesting because like when I have all that extra time and I'm not busy, I definitely am less productive. Yes. I'm less organized. I'm like, Oh, I can do that tomorrow or I can do that the next day. Yes. Whereas when you're like, I have four days to get this done. Like it has to get done. Like, yeah, I don't have the, I don't have Friday. I don't, you know what I mean? So I just feel like, yeah, it just makes it so much better. Like it's so much more productive. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I also think what needs to be revisited is not just necessarily just the four day work week. That's part of it. Like mm-hmm, some, mm-hmm. some form of that, but also like, the North American specifically, and I think in Asia as well, is another thing that I think Europe does a lot better is vacation Vacation days. I knew it. (laughs) So like- I know you so well, Daniel. I knew what it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. I've been quite fortunate, to be honest. Like every job that I've had in Canada, I've started with like four or more weeks of vacation time. Yeah. What, Daniel? Excuse me? I know, right? Four four weeks from your first office job. Shut up. I know I've I've lucked out. So whereas some companies it's two weeks and some of them I've heard, and I couldn't believe this one of, I think it was one of my friends or somebody started this job and it was two weeks after their first year at the company. So I was like, they go a a year without illegal. I thought it was, but one of my friends actually didn't get their vacation until a year after they were at the company. That sounds illegal. I'm pretty sure you have to give a minimum of two weeks. So in Canada, I believe it's the minimum two weeks. So uh, some companies will just give minimum two weeks. My, yeah. I think for me, it was the the shortest I had was three weeks, which yeah. to me, I was like, that's already too fucking short, but okay. No. Like I'll take it. Um, but yeah, in Europe, I think it's four weeks in most countries. Yeah. 
at least. So, so most most of them mm-hmm. is minimum four weeks. Like most of the yeah. places that and 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 actually a lot of the European companies that's the minimum, but a lot of them give you more. Like I I'll, my right. job that I had in um in the UK, I think my first one was five weeks. I had five weeks holidays, and then yeah. the next one was twenty. I had twenty eight days. So Damn. like a little, a little like bit over 28 uh, working days, right? Yes. 28 working Damn, days. So Daniel. over five weeks. Yeah. So that was amazing. See, like, we, I was should, like, we shouldn't even be like, this shouldn't be like, oh my God, that's such a, such a luxury. Like that should mm. be the norm. If not, like there should be more like why the, I feel like the more I like live on this earth, the more I'm like, oh my God, like we're just put on this earth just to work. Like that's all we're mm-hmm. expected to do. Damn, Rose. Until we fucking retire when we're like, you know, we can't even, we don't have strength to do anything. I know. Our whole, the whole like way that we have our society, like, I oh, don't it's know. So it's so fucked just, up. It's crazy. It's crazy, guys. We oh, my God. About all these crazy societal things. But I hope, I really hope that this, you know, really um, yields some great results in uh-huh. Spain. And it really is a catalyst for other countries to think, to start like thinking about this Yeah, I mean, this, this could stuff. be a good, this could be a good, like, you know, selling point for companies when they're hiring talent. They could be like, mm-hmm. hey, like we want the best of the best and yeah. we give uh, we are we are only doing four day work work weeks. And also I think it could also kind of maybe help with like unemployment because then they could potentially hire more P. Pe- I don't actually I don't know, because then that well, means they would have to pay people less. Exactly. So if, if it depends how they're doing it. If they're implementing right. it where they're paying people less, then, yeah, they could hire more people because you need to fill up those other days. Right. That, you know what I mean? But if how do we feel doing- about that, though? See, I don't know. There's pros and cons, right? Like, right. pro would be like employment could be, you know, improved, but then a con could be people are working more for less money mm-hmm. because even though they're working four days, they're being more productive and yet they're not being rewarded for it. And, right. you know, the, at, the, at the end of the day, a lot of these companies, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, but Say it. They, they can afford to pay their employees more anyway. Oh, for but, sure. But every single company and corporation, they're always like, so focused on the bottom line and so focused on making those cuts and making that profit that like, you know, that ultimately goes to the, to shareholders Mm -hmm. that hold shares in the company. If it's a publicly traded company and you know, based on that documentary that I was watching, the one that we both watched on capital, 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 no capital, capital. Yeah. I think it was, uh, 85% of the world's of the U S shares are owned by 15% of the right. population. So right. really that 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 growth and that wealth distribution is going away from the worker bees still even in the even uh-huh. in the company and going to shareholders who are the that top like 15%, right? So Yeah. Yeah. God oh my god, damn. it's so messed up. It's so anyways, crazy. well, oh, I, we've somehow spun this positive story into a negative oh, yeah. one. <laughs> no, but uh I mean, we'll see what happens in Spain. I mean, I think we yeah. all know what's going to happen. Mm. Um I definitely think that there is a huge validity to having a shorter time of work and getting more things done during that time. Like it just makes yeah. sense. It, oh, there's 100%. no need. You're probably going to get like, imagine that you get more work done in a shorter amount of time and your employees get an extra day off. They're happier. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a win-win, win-win situation. It's a win-win exactly. situation. And those and are the best kind of situations. I love win-wins. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Daniel. <laughs> I also love win-wins. <laughs> I do. They're the best. Me and Rose uh, don't have them very often. Usually it's a win-lose and I'm the loser. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daniel, you crack me up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Anyways, well, uh, maybe you can uh, float this idea to your boss, guys. What yeah. do you think? What do you think of a four-day... See, the thing is, it shouldn't even sound ridiculous. 
Yeah. You know? But I know that like if people said that to their boss, they'd be like, mm. excuse me, like, why are you trying to slack off? Mm-hmm. You know, like what you, it'll what be you, spent what you, that way. Exactly. Oh, well, if you're taking that extra day off, like you're not going to get paid for it. So yeah. you got to you got to be there. You got to show up. You got to sit at yeah. your desk and we need bodies in the office. Oh, to, my uh, God. Make, it's so make messed the place up. Look busy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, it's actually kind of crazy. How do yeah. we anyway? This it's a fucking it. it uh, once well, again, we we come back to uh, the greatest enemy, which is what, yeah. Daniel? Capitalism. <laughs> No, like, okay, you guys. But like actually. And, yeah, me and Rose talk about this a lot. It's not just capitalism. It's just the way. It pretty much is. Yeah. It's just <laughs> greed like, and capitalism. Unregulated capitalism. But capitalism, capitalism is, yes, unregulated capitalism yeah. is, but that's basically the essence of, like, capitalism is that it's a free market, you know? Exactly. So, that, so, so, so yeah, it is. It feeds the greed. It it Greed is born from this system where exactly. it's based on profit and mm. Uh, simply profit motive and growth and yeah. we're also entrenched in the system that we can't like leave this system mm-hmm. oh my god i'll leave I, you with one thing that i kind of like i was watching this over the week yeah. um it's a documentary on netflix it's about the um unabomber have you heard of the unabomber oh yes 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 yeah have you seen the documentary i haven't no no so it's like a four-part series or something and so this guy to give you guys a little context so this guy i guess in the 80s and 90s um, was anonymously mailing sending out bombs. bombs. Right? Yeah. yeah, mailing out bombs to like random places, but not random places, but like kind of like universities or like science scientists, like people mm-hmm. that are kind of in power. And he would just like mail them specifically to these places. And he's killed a few people. And I don't know how many people, but like, you know, he's injured quite a few. Like there's a lot of, yeah. you know, trauma with this guy. And so what the, the interesting thing is, like he was a very smart man. And I think you know, he could have done a lot with his, you know, smartness and everything. Mm. And he also had some like pretty interesting ideas. So basically one of the reasons why he did this, other than the fact that Mm -hmm. he definitely had some mental issues, obviously this is not the normal way to go about anything. But one of the reasons why he did the main reason, I think why he did this is because he believed that like technology was wrong and that Mm. um, he didn't like the way that society, this was like in the eighties, he didn't like the way that society was like, going into a much more technology based society. Mm. And he was like predicting all these problems that were going to come from it. He didn't like environmental destruction. He targeted a lot of like, you know, people that were maybe damaging the environment. Yeah. And I mean, again, he definitely shouldn't have done what he did for sure. But I think the ideas are interesting because it's like, okay, now we're like seeing it's gotten so much worse than in the Mm eighties. So it's like, it's interesting. And the fact that he felt the need to do, I mean, I'm, again, he's obviously, he has some mental issues, but the fact that yeah. he felt the need to do that to get his like message across almost, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. thought that was interesting. That but, is very um, interesting. I was yeah. going to say, I actually, I actually, I've seen that come up on my Netflix recommendation. Mm-hmm. So I was going to, I'm going to watch it. Um, it's a little long and I felt it a little boring, but also yeah. it's kind of interesting. Some um, parts of it. Yeah. I feel like yeah. some series, they like draw them out a bit too much yeah, where they could be like, so. they make it a four part episode. And I'm like, you probably could have done that in maybe one or two, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, do like an hour and a half long one or whatever. Um, yeah. Another interesting thought. And I don't know this one off the top of my head, guys. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this. Like, Speaking of capitalism, wealth distribution, everything else, I wonder, okay, just a theory, just an idea. If we took all of the wealth in the world, like all of it, all of the money, all of the like whatever, and we actually divided it evenly among everyone. 
oh, we'd be all fine. No. I wonder, I wonder how much money that each of us would have. Just out of curiosity. I have no idea. Like, oh my God. Maybe, hold on. Maybe there's an article about this. Do you think so? Because I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, we have these people that are like, you know, obviously billionaires and whatever else. We have like extremely uh, people in extreme poverty. We have some people in the middle. But I wonder what would actually happen is if we just said, okay, like, and obviously this is just theoretical, but like, even if we had a better distribution of wealth, like obviously people would be better off. But I wonder like, uh-huh. you know, if we Let just divided see. it up beh- beh- among everyone, if, if, if that's yeah. even... You know, is there, there probably is an article or something, right? Like, um, let's see. If let we, me see if I can find it. Okay. Uh, what if okay. all wealth. According to research by Credit Suisse in 2016, the world's total wealth is $256 trillion. Yeah. First of all, this is all, again, I feel like money is just a fucking make believe exactly it's just like a fucking game people are playing so this isn't this is not even real this is just like fucking fake shit anyways if every person in the world were given an equal share you would have thirty four thousand one hundred and thirty three dollars okay i mean that's that's not bad that's not bad at all (laughs) That's, I mean, and I mean, assuming also that we live in different countries where certain countries, you don't even need that much. You'd be a fucking, you'd be rolling in the dough in certain countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. So that shows you if it was distributed. We don't want no commie society. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, obviously like there's, there's, there's certain things. Like I know we bash capitalism a lot and stuff on this podcast, but also there's, there are some like, you know, good things that do come out of it in some ways, like not Mm -hmm. again, not, not unregulated capitalism, but like, you know, they talk about like, you know, innovation and, you know, Mm -hmm. driving people to work hard to a point. Right. But then it's, then there's that whole balance. And again, I don't know where that fine line is, but that balance of like, when is it too much? You know what I mean? Having regulation would be the balance. Some sort of distribution of wealth would be the balance. Uh, Paying taxes. If you are rich would be the balance and putting that towards social programs so that people are not starving when there's like a billionaire down the street, you know, like, those would be the balance. Like there are answers to this, but it's like nobody, like people are so greedy. Yeah. Anyways, happy thoughts. Anyway, on that happy happy note, maybe we'll be, maybe we'll be having a four day work week guys. Well, Daniel, I work for myself. Ain't no such thing as a four day work week. Rose got, Rose got a seven day work week. God damn. damn. No, No, I'm also trying to find some balance. Okay. I'm trying to find some balance. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, um, enjoy extra, you know, leisure, you know? Yeah. Because I don't want to like be working that. all the fucking time. Exactly. Well, yes. you know, as soon as I move downtown, guys, which is happening. <gasps> oh, shit, ASAP, guys. Daniel's groaning, growing up. <laughs> I am. I'm groaning up. Um, <laughs> you're, a, you're a big boy now. Uh, uh, he is. Um, you know, well, I'll be living by myself. So Ooh, very which exciting. Means we can have First some time. Oh, yeah. Some... Am I part of your cohort? Yes. Oh, well, shit. I hope so. Daniel, I have other people in my cohort. Oh, I'm just gosh. joking. Okay, well, ex- <laughs> I have no one. In, I have no one in my cohort, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be alone as hell. Me too. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, guys, hopefully you enjoyed that episode of the craziness that's been going on. We oh, know God. so many, so many stories this week. Seriously, mm-hmm. like it's just been yeah crazy. Um, and yeah, like. Uh, 
Oh, wow. You're really bad at this. Guys, okay. So if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you give this video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. And of course, if you're, you know, listening to this anywhere, make sure you rate our podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family. And guys, okay, join our Patreon. Okay, our Patreon is growing. We're going to have a March... uh, exclusive episode and we have an exclusive episode for patreon only every single month for as little as three dollars a day you get all the episodes a week earlier than ever oh sorry guys (laughs) not a day three (laughs) dollars a day imagine oh my god um three dollars a month i'm sorry three dollars a month and um you get every episode a week earlier than everybody else and there's a bunch of other perks you can check it out in the uh description box or the show notes and make sure you follow us on instagram at the savage podcast and that's pretty much it what do you think Daniel. That was great. Thank you so much, Rose. And thank you guys again for tuning in. (laughs) And we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye, guys.